Hi, everybody. This is Evan Tess Murray. And this is Trace Callahan. <laughs> you know us as Zion Colian, and you also know us as the creators of This Planet Needs a Name. And up until now, we've never just done that thing where we sit there and talk to you about something that we've created together. But just recently, something kind of happened, came about another piece of music, which is what you'll hear at the end of this conversation, that happened because of a conversation Trace and I were having and because of the way that Trace perceives sound and song. And we thought it would be pretty cool to have a little conversation about it. Sound right, Trace? Sounds right. <laughs> so we hope you enjoy it. We're going to talk for a few minutes and then let you hear the piece of music that came out of this idea. So I think the first thing, Trace, is to talk about the way that you perceive our voices and how that fed into this. Yeah, that's, I think, actually how the conversation really started. Um, it's kind of funny. We've been creating things next to each other for like 20 years, <laughs> but this is this is our real first adventure creating something together. So every once in a while, we end up with these like almost meme-like conversations about how do you perceive this character or this arc or whatever. So we started talking about the characters as musical instruments and not just the characters, but the actors and their voices. Right. And I know when you and I have these kind of conversations, you know, we, we perceive things so, so differently. I think in terms of words and stories and, and themes, you think in terms of, of sounds and themes. And so we often meet in the middle um, in some places of, of meaning but it's always pretty fascinating when you start to describe what you're perceiving, because I usually get there once you start talking about it, but I definitely don't start there. <laughs> yeah, we kind of meet in words and meaning, but not often enough for it to be easy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who's, yeah. Whose voice started that for you at this time around? Who did you suddenly have a moment of like, oh, that's a... I'm pretty sure it was Trevor who plays Mandry. And I'm pretty sure that's the first woman that we talked about as well. I'm trying to remember. Actually, the first one we talked about was me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I am not shocked you didn't start with me. So it was it was Trevor's voice playing Mandry that yeah. sort of popped out for you as resembling a particular instrument. Yes. Yours came up in conversation because we like to randomly talk about our voices in conversation. <laughs> well, one of the really fun things about doing a podcast together, uh, an audio drama specifically, is that both of us have tons of experience that's like related to this and no experience that's this starting out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so we were both trying to figure out like how with my specific voice, how far do I need to be from a microphone to not sound muddy has been one of those conversations we've been having. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, we have some pretty cool conversations specifically about our voices yeah, and how they work together. So, yeah, I think that is how it came up. You wanted to let me know that I was a particular instrument um, <laughs> and yes, that and you then love. It, <laughs> and then it became, because it, it is actually my favorite instrument to write for, which is, uh, Seriously, a coincidence, not a plug. And um, <laughs> then it sort of became, ooh, that's really cool. What other instruments are people? Have we thought about, you know, what what is James as an instrument? What is the Hava? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and of course, for some of us, depending on the actor, uh, I mean, I really do sound a whole lot like Zai. I, I'm not an actor who can change my voice a whole lot for different roles, or at least 
I don't change it a whole lot for Zai. Uh, mm. Delivery, I guess, is different, but this is just still my voice. So I probably more or less sound like Zai, but then some of our cast don't. Um, right. <laughs> Caroline does not sound anything like Zahava. Sawyer doesn't really sound anything like Quill. Um, right. There are people who would never guess that it's the same person um, if they just heard them talking. Uh, so, of course, when you say that a person is a particular instrument, you're talking about the character, right? Mostly, although I will say that in both of those cases, I would pick the same instrument. Oh, okay. It would just be used differently. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I mean, the voice is an instrument after all. Um, So then once you started, we started going through them all. Every time you mentioned an instrument for somebody, I could could see it or hear it. Like it made sense to me. Hmm. Um, And then I remember saying, hey, what if you just took one of our big dinner scenes and like... (laughs) transcribed it in music and just used I mean it would just be like transposing words into notes and wouldn't that be hilarious um which is probably still going to happen at some point because it is hilarious and should exist <laughs> I want to I want to hear the dialogue I write I want to hear Zai's snappy little lines in little bitty staccato <laughs> viola notes I think that would be delightful um and actually we've been talking around it but we haven't mentioned which instruments people are do you feel like we should do that Um, yeah, probably. Otherwise we would have to ask people to guess. (laughs) That's fun too. (laughs) I admit it. (laughs) Choices. Well, I was genuinely pretty flattered that my voice makes you think of a viola because it's also one of my favorite instruments. Uh, like my second favorite of the strings, I guess, although it's right up there with the cello. I love them both. So, um, and I, yeah, so I thought, okay, that's cool. I like being thought of in that way. Uh, and I know Trevor Mandry um, mm-hmm. is our cello. Yes. And I, because that instrument, like Trevor and Mandry, is like a warm hug. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's why I love it. Uh, and also, I've known Trevor for as long as I've known you. And uh, our voices do like go well together. I've noticed over mm-hmm. the years when we talk, uh, we have a long history of of saying the same thing at the same time in groups of people. Um, And I've always enjoyed that with him because it always sounds like, like that's a thing that should be happening. So I was like, Oh, right. Okay, cool. Perhaps that (laughs) perception is rooted in something that Tracy is also hearing. Yes. And okay. I'm looking something up really quick, which I'm sorry. I'm slightly. Okay. (laughs) I, I needed to make sure that I was naming the right, uh, because the two instruments that are a little less typical, I wanted to make sure I, attributed the right one to the right person. <laughs> Fair enough. Who came, do you remember who came next or what order we went in or that you um, went in? I'm trying to remember. I think that next might have been James. The English horn. The English horn, which is not a pun. <laughs> I mean, Alex is English, but I believe you. Yeah. Um, I think at that point we also kind of started just in my mind anyway, I don't know if we'd gotten this far in the conversation, but we I started thinking about the order in which people woke up. Yeah, I don't remember when you brought that in, but I got really excited. Yeah, it was uh, in my brain when I started kind of naming people about uh, two people in <laughs> <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> well, uh Let's just rattle through them to get through the, the rest of the cast to see if I remember. I, the ones I do remember. Uh, mm. Zahava's a violin. Yes. Um, 
quill a clarinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I get confused because wind instruments I don't understand. Well, and those are the two that I had to double check myself because they're both Chinese wind instruments. Oh. And <laughs> because for whatever reason, flutes would kind of cover it, but not exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the the character of, especially for Cyrus, the character of, it's called a Dizzy. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Um it has a, a hollowness to it that um, a regular orchestral flute does not. Okay. I'm going to trust you on that. <laughs> I know I thought of something like a, a pan, fluter, pan flute or a pan pipe with him. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I loved that you basically were like, sure, but actually this very specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then because um, in my mind, Colian and Cyrus are very similar in uh pitch and also in tone there's a little difference there's another related like cousin instrument called the zhao which is another chinese wind instrument which became kolian so at that point um we actually had kind of a neat selection of instruments going on mm-hmm. but it, but your mind was already running ahead to what you could do with that uh, I was still in let's transpose a dinner scene when you said, Hey, what order did Mandry wake everybody up in? Right. Um, which anyone who's paid attention to how I write this thing knows I hadn't actually bothered to think about uh, beyond <laughs> the ones that are shown. Um, first just, and last, I think was you're like, these ones are first, this one is last. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> let me think about how it probably went, um, which is pretty standard for, I leave myself a lot of holes in the writing with the intention of if it ever matters, we'll, we'll write into it. So it isn't quite as slapdash as it sounds, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I was like, all right, let's just make that up then. Um, and by the time I finished making that up, I think I realized what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did not necessarily expect you to write this uh, symphonic piece of music representing the time before the show starts when Mandry is waking up each of the other people in the landing crew. Um, so then like two days later, you sent me a piece of music. <laughs> because how, that's how this works. <laughs> how, how did, how did that happen? Um, so I'm, I'm doing a challenge currently that involves writing music every day anyway. Um, which is a a good habit if writing music is a thing that you're supposed to be doing. Um, And I really wanted to um, one day over this past weekend with everything that's been going on and the world being all spinny, lock myself in my room for like six or seven hours and just focus on one thing. Well, this idea from this conversation just kind of lands in my brain and I go, Oh, this is the thing. Okay. This is what we're doing today. And um, having all the instruments. And also we did have some, some really good conversations about the parallels between different groups of people. Mm. So within our, our original seven crew members, there are all kinds of, you know, mini groupings and relationships and that kind of thing. So I'm sitting there and I think about, okay, if I want to represent the timeline and the relationships at the same time, how does that happen? And then the really, really tiny theme that Trevor Mandry starts off with. 
sort of becomes the the glue, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Everyone's going to build off of that theme or support it or wind around it as they would as characters. And then sounds happen. <laughs> that part's hard to describe. It's sort of mathematical and inspiration at the same time. So <laughs> for what it's worth, I think that everything Trace does is essentially magic um, because she manages to hold a whole lot of different sounds and thoughts in her mind at once and turn them into music that makes me feel things. Uh, but when we talk about this, she points out that I do that with story and hold a whole lot of different things in my head at once and turn them into words that make, <laughs> that make feel me things. feel things. <laughs> so it's an excellent creative partnership because neither one of us really understands what the other one is doing at all. Um, but I have so much just sort of awe and respect for um, everything. I don't know. I lucked out that the person I was like, Hey, do you want to make a podcast with me? Um, with <laughs> is also a composer um, who can, do things like this. So uh, yeah, it was definitely, I was not expecting, I, I'm used to Trace being like, hey, here's a music I'm working on and tossing something at me that frequently like kind of steals my breath. The first time you, the Mandry Quill theme, the first oh, gosh, time yes. that thing. <laughs> I liked writing that, that felt good. Oh, so, <laughs> but I just listened to it and my, my jaw dropped and I just, I yeah, I, I got lost in it um, really quickly. So I was sort of expecting you were just like, look what I did. And I noticed the name, but didn't think about it. Uh, and then I started this piece. And hopefully those of you who are listening to this will understand what I mean when I say like, I very much wasn't expecting to listen to this story unfold the way that it did. Um, I uh, threw it at you in Discord right before I went to bed, basically. <laughs> and... Like with everything that I send to anyone that is music that I cared about writing, I assume that it's crap and I walk away. (laughs) So then I get to be surprised if it's not crap and people like it. (laughs) I listened to it uh, and then I listened to it again and then I put it on repeat and then I listened to it something like 50 more times and it's still on repeat on my laptop. Um, And uh, I think you woke up the next morning to a lot of all caps messages. Um, yes. <laughs> because it's genuinely really good and uh, and and really moving. And anyway, I'm still listening to it all the time. And part of that, I think, is that it is significantly more complex than what you are usually writing for the show. Uh, yes, the show is, this is true. <laughs> behind other things and meant to support the emotion of the show. It's not center stage. And this yeah. is center stage. Which is also very good because the music in the show is right appropriate scoring for whatever needs it for 45 to 50 minutes worth of show. And we would like this to happen now (laughs) because (laughs) by the time I'm writing music for the show, we both really want it to be in the world. It's not like any one person is putting pressure, but it's like, Oh, it's too, it's been too long. We need a show. (laughs) Always, 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 always. Yes. No matter what. Um, we're always trying to finish it. And God, by the time you're scoring, we've both been living in the episode for long enough that, I mean, I won't say we we don't love it. We still love it, but we no longer have any clue if it's any good. Yeah. Uh, so the scoring usually <laughs> happens in about a day. Yeah. For usually something like 10 minutes worth of music. 
uh, this is our, this, our secrets, our soft underbelly. Uh, by the time we get to that point, it's, at that point, I am pretty much out of the picture other than if Trace needs feedback or assistance or backup or whatever, because my, my bit is done, but I'm seriously. yell at into the void because mm, I need to. <laughs> that too on occasion. Yes. <laughs> but like the chance I'll ever overrule you on a sound is minimal. Um, so it's not nothing. It's usually me going like, you got this. You're going to be, you're, you got this. It's uh, okay. It's going to be okay. Walk away it's from great. the delete button. <laughs> but that last like week or so, uh, neither one of us can hear if the lines work anymore. I have no idea if I've ever written anything funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the, the space we're in when you're scoring that. So this process yeah. was really different because you were just like, that's a neat idea. And I want to focus on it. Is that kind of how that worked? Just yeah, that's a neat idea. Let me see what happens. If nothing happens, I have no reason to show it to anyone because no one knows it's supposed to exist. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't know it was going to exist. And I was the closest because at least I was part of the conversation <laughs> about how it would be pretty cool if it did exist, wouldn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the only pressure was in my own head of like, I would really like this to exist. If it's awful, I can make it exist later. Well, and then you <laughs> sent me this piece of music and I loved it. And I badgered you into sharing it with the rest of the cast. Um, I mean, or maybe just strongly suggested. Um, begged yeah. is maybe a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I never really sure when something doesn't belong inside the show. Mm. What the appropriate timing method disbursement is for this thing right and for us to throw it in the feed as a bonus makes a lot of sense um we've certainly done that with other things including other bits of your own music actually putting <laughs> this side by side with Colian's song that you wrote are would be hilarious because they are completely different <laughs> in every way Colian <laughs> and I do we may sound alike we do not think alike <laughs> um but yeah, that makes sense because one of my first thoughts was like, this is beautiful. How do we share it? I, I want it out there. I want folks to know that this isn't within an episode. It, it wouldn't make any sense, but it's definitely related to the story that we're telling. It feels, and this is me who knows nothing about music. It feels like it is as honest and sincere as the rest of the storytelling. Like this is an attempt to use these instruments that are the voices of these characters and pull something very real and connected and, and, and uh, well, and interconnected. Like it's a, the story of the landing crew becoming an ensemble. Uh, and then there's the tension of <laughs> at least one voice still being alone. So the, yes, the theme, <laughs> the hauntingness, people bring this up in, in their critiques, their feedback for the show a lot too, that there's this togetherness and this tension with loneliness within the show, which yes, is deliberate. And so I hear that in the music as well. And I was just like, this is just another way of telling the same story and I would like the world to hear it. So behold. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've talked long enough. I have no idea what we'll edit this down to, but uh, so we wanna let you listen to this piece. Does it have an actual title to you? You know, I, I tried. I'm usually very good. I'm much better than you at titles. Mm-hmm. Everyone. <laughs> everyone is better than 
this is another this planet needs a name secret our titles happen <laughs> because i ask the the entire cast to help me come up with every single episode title uh i'm terrible and we collaboratively mush ideas together until the a good title happens at me until something <laughs> pops up yeah mm. uh i love them for many reasons and this is definitely so every single work in progress i have is called that's how this planet needs a name it started as this script needs a name yeah Yes. <laughs> um, this song is one of the only ones I have not been able to name to my satisfaction. Oh. Um, I called it Awake because that's the story that it's telling. Right. But that's not really what it feels like. So it has a working title. <laughs> well, I feel like we can we can still let everybody hear it. And maybe someday it will develop an actual title and go on an actual album. Or something. So if, if I guess if anybody hears it and goes, oh, this should be called this, that would be fun. If our show is nothing else, it is deeply <laughs> invitational. <laughs> if you like the things that we're doing, you can come be part of it <laughs> real fast, actually. Um, and I'm joking when I say that, but also there's Hebrew in the show because we have a fan who translates for us. And, and the, the list goes on. We have so many people who thought that what we were doing seemed cool and jumped on the Discord and became part of it uh, and contribute snippets of things and in jokes and stuff that does get written into episodes. So yes. for real, <laughs> if you think, oh, I know what this should be called, come tell us. We will listen. <laughs> All right. We're going to let you listen to it now. I hope that you love this as much as I do. Um, but yeah, here is something that is tentatively called Awake by Trace Callahan.
So uh, as I said before, I hope you enjoyed that even half as much as I do. And from both of us, I know how happy we both are that we're here making art, making stories, creating something beautiful. It's what we love. And I feel incredibly happy that we get to share the things that come out of our silly conversations and the magic we try to make together with all of you. If you want to get in touch with us, we say this at the end of every episode and we're pretty easy to find. Needs a name pod at gmail.com and on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. So if it needs a name, it's probably us and you are absolutely more than welcome to say hello. Hello.